Does it feel like the only way to sell is to do weird, sometimes creepy things that kind of put people off? Yeah, I've been there, which is exactly why I created Stay Close to the Money, a free resource that offers you 37 stupid easy ways to grow your revenue without being salesy, sleazy, or questionably moral. This free guide is available on my website and in the links in the show notes. So make sure you go download it so that you can start making more money today. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Strategy Snacks. I'm Frenchie Frenzy, and today we are joined by Marsha Betty, event planning strategist and coach, to share her wisdom with us. So, Marsha, tell us about yourself. Hi, Frenchie. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, I'm Marsha Batty. I'm an event planning strategist and coach, and I help visionary entrepreneurs launch live six-figure events, whether that's a luxury retreat, a mastermind, or a large multi-day event. And I do this to help them boost their authority, build some greater impact, and boost their revenues and profits and get better outcomes for their clients. Amazing. Amazing. I love that. And we actually met in a, at an event, not, yes, I don't think you, not one that you planned, but we met at an event <laughs> and it was yes. game changing. I mean, we built a really awesome network out of it. So there's so much power there. Um, yes. so our first question today is what is your biggest business success? Actually, my biggest big business success is actually realizing a business was not for me. Ooh, that's <laughs> and, huge. And, yeah. And making a pivot. And we've had some conversations before I know, but um, I was a nurse coach and I'm still a nurse. Um, I was a nurse coach helping nurses with career, lifestyle, self-care, uh, things of that nature. And I loved helping people. That's my that's my greatest joy is helping people and feeling like I can be a mentor to people. Um, but I loved helping them. And But I found that something was still missing when I was coaching. I felt like I wasn't working in my true zone of genius. Mm -hmm. And so last year, last fall, around September, October, I remember just emailing my list and saying, hey, I am shutting my business down. And I never felt so much relief. Um, because I had been running that business on and off for several years, just coaching every once in a while and not really fully putting my heart into it. Mm-hmm. And so I realized why it was because it didn't feel in alignment with what I really wanted to do. And mm-hmm. uh, so that's what I did. I shut my business down and that's probably my biggest win. And I started a new one that really feels in alignment and I really love doing. That's amazing. And yeah. that's I think that, you know, this idea of the relief associated with it, because I think that sometimes shutting something down can feel like a failure. Just, you know, it's easy or like, as you're thinking about it, you're like, have I failed? Right. Like, have I not figured it out? And when you feel relief, something you're like, no, it just like, wasn't right anymore. And when you said that just now, when you said fail, literal chills came across my body because I was so afraid and I had had that thought for a couple of years of like saying, okay, Marsha, this isn't working the way you want it. For some reason, Mm -hmm. you're not going all in like you should be. And what is the reason? And I've had those, you know, nudges saying, okay, well, what if you just start and do something else? And so for a couple of years, I was actually feeling that way, like I should do something else. And when you finally said, you know, when you feel like you're, you know, failing, I had eventually got to the point and it was this 
past fall 2020, where I felt enough confidence in what I could do, even though I didn't know exactly what yet, I felt Mm -hmm. enough confidence to where I felt like, okay, we're going to make this decision and we're not going to turn back about it. And I'm telling you, it, it was just the biggest, it was the biggest relief. It was the biggest stress relief. And even though at that time I wasn't quite sure, you know, you know, where my new business would lead me. Um, Mm -hmm. but I just knew it was the right one. And, um, yeah, for years I felt like, oh my God, I'm going to feel like a failure. I'm going to look like a failure, right. It'll look like my business was a, wasn't a success. So I had to shut it down, but in reality, I had to shut it down for me and my mental health and for me to really open the doors to something that was going to be bigger and better for me. Amazing. Amazing. Um, well, I love that. So I know we just talked about that feeling of failure, which you did not, right? And so talk to me a little bit about what has been one of your biggest failures. And I like to put that in quotes because I know that there's always the learning and all of that, but one of those mistakes that kind of sticks with you. Yeah. So I I will go back to um, the business. Um, mm-hmm. One of the mistakes that sticks with me is just not really making a decision a lot earlier. And mm-hmm. if there's anything I can really impart to people who are listening uh, to your strategy snacks, I love the name, <laughs> um, to anyone who's listening is to listen to your gut. Um, yeah. And and I honestly believe that was my biggest mistake, not listening to my gut for years, because you know what? Not listening to my gut allowed me to um, stay small and allow me to miss out on revenue that I could have been making in a new business or something that was more aligned. So I really strongly believe my biggest mistake was for a couple of years, just pushing that nagging feeling behind and just ignoring it and thinking, oh, it was going to go away. Maybe if I get more clients, maybe if I spend more time on the business, that something will change. And it just doesn't, it, it just it did not change. And so once I decided, hey, I'm going to make the decision, that's when everything changed. So that was my biggest uh, mistake was just keeping myself small for yeah. several years. Mm-hmm. I love that. I, love, I mean, I'm sorry you did that, but I love that you realized yeah. that, right? Because like you'll, <laughs> yeah. you'll notice that feeling in the future and you'll be much more aware of it. You'll be like, oh, hang on, like alert, alert. So I think that's amazing. Um, all right, Marsha, now for the big moment. What is the n- number one strategy snack? What is your favorite strategy snack that you want to share with listeners? Yes. Favorite one is start before you're ready. And I shared this everywhere with anybody, even in my coaching business when I was coaching nurses. And um, I came across nurses who were a little bit hesitant on what their talents were and showing showcasing their own talents. So my biggest strategy snack is to start before you're ready. And Mm -hmm. I say that because if you wait for everything to be perfect, which we all know nothing is ever perfect. You, you know, you wait for the next, you know, uh, oh, when my, my children go back to school, okay, that's when I'll do it. Or when my children become 18 and they're out of the house, that's when I'll do it. Or when I get that next big big raise and collect a little money and have a little nest egg, then I'll jump and do it and start my own business. Um, I think when you make, a start that's going to push you to do the remainder. And part of that start before you're ready with me is always, I always hit publish on 80%. And I, I did that a lot with when I used to blog back in the day on my travel, my self-care and nursing and career and lifestyle. 
I would always write a blog post. It could be 1,000 to 2,000 words and it would just bog me down. And I'm like, Marsha, you got to post it. You got to post it. And I got to the point where I was like, okay, I'm going to post it with mistakes and all. I'm going to email my list. And the moment the email went out to my list, that's what made me get off my tush and say, okay, I got to finish that other 80% because guarantee you someone's going to catch a mistake. And most likely it's my mom who always caught (laughs) mistakes, which I, you know, thank her because she's always looking out, but I always, always, always say start before you're ready and go ahead and hit publish on 80%. Yeah. I like that. I like that. And also, you know, I've been in events. And events, like you can get, you know, you can get as many details as you want in a row, but something always goes wrong. Mm-hmm. Same in healthcare, always. by the way, you know? <laughs> so it's kind of just like, you see all these like live examples where just, you also have to just adjust along the way where the things that you couldn't predict come up. Um, so I think that is a great, great um, advice. And I would say to anyone listening, like, what's one thing that you have been sitting on that you could just like hit publish on today? Just yeah. do it. hit publish. And then I guarantee you, once people see it, you'll get it to 98, 100%. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much for being here, Marsha. Where can people find you, follow you, all of those good things? Yes. So you can find me on Instagram. That's my favorite platform to lurk. (laughs) So (laughs) always lurking. And if you have a question or you want to actually plan your own event, um, send me a DM. I work with you as a coach to help you plan it where we do weekly coaching, or I can do a completely hands-off experience where you have no hands-on and I do the experience (laughs) for you. So at Marsha Batty on Instagram, or you can visit me at events eventsecretsblueprint.com. Amazing. Amazing. We'll drop those in the show notes too. Marsha, thank you so much for being here. And to everyone listening, thank you so much for listening. I can't wait for you to get to know Marsha more. Talk to you all later. Bye everyone. Bye.